UFO reporting center. UFO? Yes. Okay, man. You ain't gonna believe me. I know you ain't gonna believe me, but I just got picked up and I got marks on me where they just scraped me and everything like that and they set me in a parking lot in John Day, Oregon. And what happens? I left a bar and I'd like somebody to get the hell down here. I have a military record and I have no such record of any scars on me where they scraped me. So please get the hell down here. And I have no such scars except for a tattoo on my right arm. And I have all kinds of scars now, man, on my back and my left forearm. And I do not know how the hell I got one on my left arm and my back. And it scared the shit out of me. And you can't blame me if it does, man. And I'm at the police station. Okay. And hey, man, no, I know you don't believe me, man. But, but, but what happened... What happens, these two guys pick me up in the middle of nowhere. Who is this? Hello. Hello? Yes. Who is this? Hey, my name is Bob Gribble. Bob Gribble? Right. You know Senator John Tower? No, I don't. Well, he's a personal friend of my parents. And, and begging vows that I ain't fucked up in the head or nothing like that. And, and... Okay, would you like to tell me what happened? Man, who is this? Are you FBI or CIA no, no. or what? Man? No, we are a private scientific organization. Well, you get your damn ass down here and talk to me. I just, I am not a fucking needle user, and I got all kinds of needle marks on my arm, and I got scrapings on my back, and it has not excited me. I just don't like it, and I got set in the middle of a damn fire parking lot where I was not at, and I do not like it. And I don't know what happened, huh? And I'd like to see a shrink and be put under hypnosis and find out what the hell damn happened. Okay. Hold on a second. Hey, come here. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. I've, 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 I'll be truthful with you. I've smoked a little pot and I've drank a few beers. But, but this guy all vows that I ain't a junkie. Hello? Yes. Hi. Sounds like you had quite experience down there. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. I'll, uh... Well, you tell him I believe him. <laughs> okay. Uh, what street did he live on? South Canyon Boulevard. South Canyon Boulevard. Now, uh, what is the best way of communicating? Does he have a uh, indirect telephone that he can be called at? Uh, I imagine if you would uh, leave a number here with us at any particular time, well, we could get a hold of him and uh, if he could call you back. Okay. Now, I'd like to get the name of the city again. John Day. John Day. Oregon, okay. yeah. And this is the police department? Yes. Okay. Anything else you'd like to talk to you again? Okay. I'll tell you what, man. You talk to Senator John Tower, and you talk to John Conley, and you talk to whoever damn well you please in Texas, and I ain't shitting you, man. And, hey, I don't, I don't dig being set in the middle of a parking lot that I was six blocks away from to begin with. 
and, and having all kinds of scrapings on my arm and shit, you know. Who is this? Okay, what uh, would, could you describe exactly what happened right from the beginning? Hey, man, they, they had eyes about, what, four inches wide and maybe a little shorter than me, and that's all I can remember, man. Well, were you, and, were you outdoors walking? My or back driving? hurts and my arm hurts. And, yeah, I just left the bar and I started walking, man. And, and that's all I remember until I got set down. Some guys picked me up and I was bleeding from my back and my arm. And I ain't no damn junkie. I'll guarantee you that. I smoke a little pot and I drink some, I drink a little whiskey and shit. And I ain't that damn drunk, man, that I don't remember. I guarantee you that. And I am a good damn Republican. And I think John, John and Stanford Conley will vouch for me. And hey, man, I ain't excited or nothing. I just want to know what the hell's going on, and I don't dig it at all, man. I got scars on me I've never had in my life, and I've been in the United States Navy, and I don't like these scars on me that I've never had before. You got that? Right. Okay. Well, you can check my service record, man. It ain't all that damn great, but I ain't got all these scars that I'm not supposed to have. Okay. What time did this happen? Hey, what time did you pick me up? Okay, about two o'clock. Two guys picked me up in the middle of the parking lot. And I was already about six blocks away, as far as I remember. Uh -huh. And I do remember seeing a couple of guys. You don't, you don't believe me, you do you? Oh, yes, yes. No, you but don't believe yes. me. Well, he's, the only reason I believe you is because it's happened before, see? No, man, you don't believe me. Sure I do. Man, did you they, see, did you they, see, any, did you see anything in the sky? They, not until after I sat down and looked up. Okay, what did and you they see? They were gone, man. They were already gone. Okay. No, you don't believe me, huh? Where are you? Who are you? We're up in Seattle. Seattle, Washington. Right. Yeah, I know. I, I know what they look like, man. Hey, I, I'd be willing to take a lie detector test or hypnosis or whatever you, the trip you want to do, but I know I've seen them, man. That's good enough for me. And, and I don't be, and, and this cop here can vouch that I've been stuck in the arm recently and I ain't no damn junkie, man. I guarantee you that. Because okay. I don't believe in that, man. I was a hospital corpsman in the Navy and I did not believe in being stuck in the arm, man. Okay. How long do you think that you uh, were with these people? I don't know. Okay. What time is it? It's about... Three o'clock by my watch, and I left the bar at uh, all about one o'clock. So I was up there about about an hour. Okay. And they don't believe me either, man. They think I'm a nut. Hey, I know you don't believe me either, man. But but you know, 
Nobody believed me. I know they ain't gonna believe me, man. But 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 the needle marks on my arm and the scrapings on my back prove something to me, man. Okay, now are you gonna be uh, around town that we can get a hold of you down there? Yeah. How many junkies you know that stick themselves in the back? Huh? huh? I've never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you, man. Like I said, I was a hospital corpsman, and I'd stick myself in the arm or the leg, but, but in the back, I never heard of such a thing. You don't remember being picked up? No, I don't, I don't really, but I remember being, when I got sucked down, and I remember my back and my arm hurting, and, and the two guys picked me up thought I was a nut. Until I told them what happened. And they put you down in a parking lot? Yeah, a parking lot at a bar. Well, it wasn't that far from a bar, but it was down in that vicinity. But I was six blocks away from there when it happened, see? Yeah. Well, if you know John Conley, you know. Hey, my people are good people, and I ain't no nut or nothing, so. Okay, can I get the name of the officer on the on duty again? Okay, hold on. Dave? Now, are you are the officer in charge there tonight? Well, yeah, I'm the only one on tonight. Uh-huh. Have there been any reports of anything in the sky down there tonight? No, this is the first. Okay. Okay, I'll talk to you for a minute, and then we'll see what we can do for him. Okay, here he is. Thank you. What about them people whose who's car just quit in Long Creek last year, man? You going to be around that area? I don't know, man. So I, I'm thinking about just getting the hell out of here. Hey, I tell you what, you want to get in touch with me, call Senator John Tower in Texas, because I do not believe in this crap at all, you know. I don't think, I know you guys think I'm nuts, man, but, but you know, it ain't that way, you know. No, you can't, you can't judge us because uh, <laughs> we've had too much experience along this line. Well, if you say so, that's, that's cool with me, man, but I do not be, you know, I don't be, Dig being picked up and, and had a needle stuck in my arm and have the pigs think I'm a junkie and all that crap, man. And because I ain't that way at all, you know. Okay, well, we'll get back to you later. Somehow we'll get in contact with you. Oh, I'll tell you what, man. If you want to get in touch with the people in San Antonio, there's a, uh, let's see, uh, you can get in touch with. He's with the district attorney's office down there. I've worked with him before. And there's there. I've worked with him before, and they're they're all with the district attorney's office, see. Okay. And there's uh, let's see, he's the captain of the vice squad. Yeah, I used to date his daughter, so I ain't no nut, you know. And uh, and I ain't really what you call a nut, man. Okay. I ain't no nut, man. Hey, I know what happened, man. 
in regards to bullying, but he believes, you know. I don't think that's cool, now. Okay, well, listen, well, Whether well, anybody believes me or not, I know what the damn hell happened, man. And, and you know, I was scared her in a son of a bitch when they set me down, man. And when, and when somebody's looking at you with eyes about three inches, four inches wide, man, it scares the piss out of you. Okay, well, this uh, thing is still fresh in your memory. How are you drawing sketches? Get this done. Not too good. I ain't a good artist, but I could draw one for but, somebody. Yeah, we'll get it down on paper while it's still fresh in your memory. And uh, we'll get somebody down there to interview you. How's that? How soon? And uh, that's all we can do right now, but we will get in contact with you as soon as we can. Well, how soon? Well, I'll have to contact some people tomorrow, then let you know. Do you want me to try and draw one? Yeah, get it on paper while it's still fresh in your memory. How soon? How, how quick can you have somebody down here? Well, we'll try to, we'll get into that tomorrow, then I'll have to let you know just as soon as we can. Hey, man, I ain't even going to tell my old lady or nobody about this because they'll think I'm crazier than a son of a bitch, man. Okay, now we'll get in contact with you as soon as we can, okay? Okay. All right, thank you for calling. Okay, bye. Bye. Police Department. Yes, I'm calling for Phenomena Research in Seattle, Washington. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're trying to get some information regarding the incident in early this morning. Oh. We had communication with your department about 3 o'clock. And what we would like to do is get the name and home phone number of the officers that picked up this party. We would like to talk to them. Okay, let me see. Uh, this was on that uh, UFO report. Right. Okay. Uh, you're going to have a hard time getting him today uh -huh. because he has got a uh, court trial in Eugene. I see. Today. Now, tonight you could. Okay. If it'd be possible. Later. He will be off shift tonight? No, he will be on shift. He will tonight. be on shift, okay. Yeah. What time does he come on? He's supposed to be here at 6. Now, it actually depends. The court is, uh, well, it's a grand jury. It starts at 1.30. So depending on how soon they get out of there as to when he gets back. Of course, now he flies. He's got his pilot's license. So uh-huh. They're going to be flying over. Now, you can... Uh, well, see the one that picked him up? At the parking lot? I don't believe he was picked up. Uh, let me check my other logs here. I think he'd come in here. Oh, he came into the station? I believe so. Let me dig into the files here and I think I can tell you. Nope, I am wrong. So, did pick him up someplace. Okay. I got five different logs here, so it takes me a minute. Yes, it would have to be. He was the officer yeah. involved in it. Okay. Okay, and you said you were from Seattle. What right. is his name? Uh, Phenomena Research. Okay. Uh, Could we get the incident number on that? The incident number? Yeah, you have an incident number for that particular case? Uh, no, we uh, use, uh, I'm sure no report's been filed as yet. I don't know if there will be. Um, 
referred to uh, Friday, June 4th, complaint at 2.38 a.m. Okay. Okay, well, I'll get back to him then. Okay, you might uh, call person to person for him. That might be your best bet. Okay, thank you very much. You bet. Right. Bye. Bye. Do you have a minute to talk? You bet. Okay, I wanted to discuss this incident that took place <laughs> this morning. I didn't have a chance, or I didn't feel like I could talk to you the, earlier this morning yeah. because he was around. Right. But uh, who found this man to begin with? Uh, his name is, and uh, evidently this guy was sitting in the middle of the parking lot looking real wild and whatnot. Uh-huh. And uh, he kept talking about they let him off there and all this stuff, you know, and he's really wild. And he was saying all this at the, at the lot when he found him? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so they, they called me, and I went down there. And <clears throat> then I got involved in it. They kept talking about uh, a needle, you know, uh, like hypo marks on him and stuff, you know. Yes. And scars. And, uh these scars and stuff to me look like they were fairly old, you know. I see. And as far as the needle marks, I, for the life of me, couldn't see any. You think that he was hallucinating the whole Yeah, way? I really do. I can't prove it, you know. Yeah. But uh, he, earlier he was, uh, I saw him, he was sober. And then I do know that he'd been boozing all night, you know. Uh-huh. But... You know, stuff like that happens, flashbacks and whatnot. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. And uh, I didn't take it upon myself to judge him, you know, whether what happened or anything else. I just, you know, because I sort of believe in these things. Right. You know? Uh-huh. You're a pilot? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so anyway, you know, I, I just thought, well, what the hell? Maybe you people, you know, could... could know how to handle him or something, you know, because, right. uh, and then after a while he did calm down. And I ended up taking him home about 4.30. Was, was he actually intoxicated when you found him? Um, I really couldn't tell. I mean, you know, he had a heavy odor of booze on his breath and whatnot, but guy is so wild, you know. He's wild-eyed. Of course, I, uh, when we had him in jail before, uh, he put on an act of going off his nut, you know. Oh. Just to try to cut his sentence short or something, I guess. I don't know. Did he say anything about going down to see a doctor today? No. I see. He did not. Was he bloody at all? No. Not that I could see. I, I couldn't see anything that he was re- kept referring to except for the scars. Yeah. <clears throat> Did he have his shirt on or whatever he was wearing when you found him? Well, he had a, yeah, he had a flannel shirt, but it was uh, unbuttoned and untucked out of his jeans. Uh-huh. And, uh, I don't know, I've, I've seen a number, number of flashbacks and stuff like that, you know. And this is what it really looked like, except that uh, he was able to uh, recognize people. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, he wasn't really out of it. Right. It was more like that uh, he was just trying to put on an act of some kind for some weird reason or other, you know. I don't know. Do you know if he has ever uh, discussed the subject of UFOs before openly? Not to my knowledge, but I'm trying to find out 
from some of these people that was down in the bar with him last night uh-huh. if this subject come up. That would be very interesting. But, you know, I mean, like I uh, I got got to bed about a quarter to five this morning, and then I got up at uh, was it, about 7.30. We flew to Eugene today for a court hearing, and we got back about six tonight, you know. And I really haven't had time to run anything down on it yet. I don't even have a report typed up, and I do want to do that and send it to you people. Well, we sure appreciate that. <clears throat> but I, I really don't believe in this particular incident here because uh, he he made statements like he got a finger wave and he kept specimens of his sperm, and and uh, he, they looked into his ear and they scraped, took a big long swab and did something to the inside of his throat. His throat was sore. You know, I mean, on and on and on. Now, about him being a medic in the Navy, this is true. And he did work in, in a convalescent hospital, I understand, for a while. Well, this is where he could get that background information really? then, right? Okay, well, if if he shows up again down at the station, why would you ask him to get in contact with us? Yeah. And in the meantime, we'll write him a letter or something and try to get a hold of him. But I'd like to get him back on the phone and talk to him again. And uh, we... Took up a lot of time on your phone last night, and when you people get billed for that call, why let us know. Well, we use we use the toll free number. Oh, I see. They, uh, what was it? One eight hundred two zero six something or other. Okay. I can look it up if you. Or do you know the number I'm referring to? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. But we got a little notice thing, you know, that any sightings or anything like this having to do with this type of thing, you know, to call this number and uh, this is what we did okay well it looks like uh... although you know just just for the heck of it I'd like to relate something that happened uh, it's been almost two years now there was some people that were camping we have a uh, what they call and make a swoop down towards the ground and then lift it off and then it vanished you know yes and uh, a couple of kids from Portland came in and reported that. And of course, you know, I didn't see nothing. Or, and I, it seemed like, like uh, it would pretty well light up the sky because it's not all that far, you know, like 13 miles. Uh-huh. Okay. So I don't know, you know, it, like I say, I I believe in this, in these things, you know, but I I've never really witnessed anything. Well, when you come up with a wild story like the one we got this morning, one has to be pretty cautious. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I don't, there's no way that uh, I knew how to handle it, you know. Yes. Because I was thinking about locking him up for the night, you know, but still yet that wouldn't have done it either. So I thought that there might be something to it, and to let you people judge it, you know, I, I don't know enough about it to, make any kind of a conclusion at all. Right, okay. Well, we thank you very much again, and uh, if he should show up again, why, have him give us a call, will you? Sure will. And I'm president of the uh, motor car dealers of Southern California. I was here back in Washington, D.C. on a mission, and uh, I came down to some farmland that I've had something to do with my family for many years. Uh, I had the most unbelievable thing happen tonight, and I'm sober, and uh, I was driving between Sioux City, Iowa, and Belgium when a machine came out of the sky, 
and sat down next to me, and I can describe it to you. <laughs> I could draw you a picture, and I'm a mechanical engineer <laughs> with a lot of authority, believe me. And this is unbelievable. And a man got out of this goddamn thing and even spoke to me, and then it, then it took off. You may think I'm crazy or something. And I just called my wife and she told me I was. But you know, I'm not. What time did this occur? It must have been around 9 o'clock because I left uh, sitting in a rented car driving south, you know, to Belden. My family has owned property here since the turn of the century. And, uh, you know, I'm, this did happen. And this object came down out of the sky. Right, right alongside of me. And uh, I'm a mechanical engineer and I know machinery. And uh, it was a caterpillar type thing with a belt driver. And it wasn't there <laughs> very long, but long enough for me to get a good look at it. It was at least 25 feet long. There were no airfoils, no nothing that was uh, connected with air travel spoke to me that knew me. Okay, what did he have to say? He just said, Bob, what do you think of this? Has anything like this happened to you before? No, never, never. Well, you know, I'm not some nut calling in, to, but, but I feel that this should be reported because, uh, God damn, you know, I have a, a lot of people working for me. I'm uh, a citizen. I've been involved in, in technical things all of my life, but God, I could not believe it. I'd like to roll back just a little bit now. What did this object look like? You know, it looked like a big World War uh, tractor, a, a tank, if you would like. And it, it, it was, you know, sort of belt-driven and wheels, and, and uh, it was a big machine. It was at least 25 feet long. And yet there was no indication of any airfoil activity. Uh, did you, did this thing come down and land next to the highway or did right you stop the car? The highway right next to me. Okay, and then did you stop the car or did it stop well, by itself? It was pushed off the road. It was pushed off the road? Well, it almost pushed me off. Oh, okay, I see, okay. Did but this, did this there, bother your engine and your car at all? No, not okay. at that point. And you conversed with this occupant? Just that one thing, just, just, just jumped out of the thing and looked at me and said, Bob, what do you think of this? And then it went back in? That was it. And then it took off? Right. Okay, what did this thing sound like when it took off? Well, it was almost uh, soundless. It was a, sort of a swishing noise, but that was it. Can you account for all of your time during yes, this goings on? I certainly can. And then you left the area, your car started without any trouble? Well, the only problem that I had was uh, in, in my own direction and trying to, to get to where I was going. You couldn't, you seemed kind of turn around? Yeah, I was, I was, well, whether I was confused or, and I thought, well, and there were lights that uh, followed me for a period of time that frightened me. I thought, well, God, you're never going to make it. Uh, this was a really unusual you know, experience. 
All right, sir, could we get your name? Yes, Bob Estes, or Robert S. Estes is my full name. I'm an automobile dealer, president of the motor car dealers in Southern California. But, but this is uh, amazing to me, what happened to me. And uh, I'm just wondering if, uh, what kind of reports or if this has happened before. This type of thing has happened many times over the years, all over the world. I, I mean, I'm still in shock. <laughs> I can understand, yes, I understand. And, and I'm not a nut or anything, but, you know, I felt that this should be reported. I'm sure I heard engines and noise and so forth, and I'm an engine man, but, uh, God, I was so shocked, I just, uh, I could almost draw a picture of what this if we send you a questionnaire, would you fill it in? Of course. Okay, now when you were on the highway, Bob, did you see any other traffic? No. No, the strange thing was that there was the, all other traffic had stopped. And even after that, there was a minority of... Uh, it was almost like uh, uh, everything had been shut off. Then what you're trying to tell me is there was traffic before it happened, and then all of a sudden it stopped? Well, I, I really couldn't say that because I was just, you know, driving and uh, it was kind of late. But I, I would say that there was a difference. You didn't uh, inspect the ground where that thing landed, did you? No, no I did not. Uh, there wasn't, uh, if what you mean, like any birds and there was no... What was your opinion of the subject before this happened to you? Well, I don't know what you mean. I mean, were, did, what, what was your opinion of the UFO subject in general? Uh, the thing was sort of interesting to me because I was a former pilot, and that sort of thing. And, uh, but I didn't, uh, I, there was nothing that I would stress. Do you want your name held strictly confidential on this? No, no. Of course not. Use it. Okay. What you want? It's well known, and uh, this may be releasing something that should be known. Uh, I have felt that uh, there's more of this than we know, but I'm certainly not trying to publicize it, if you know. How long are you going to be where you're at? Well, I'll be here until tomorrow afternoon, and I'll be back in Los Well, I would like to know further, believe me. such an experience that is so shocking and if it happened to me or why did it happen to me or was it something that I had to do in Washington or you know God I can't believe it and I'm not a dreamer did you actually see this occupant come out of this object through an opening I, I definitely did and, and this is the most amazing thing that somebody came out and spoke to me and says, Bob, what do you think? That, you know, if I were drunk or something, or you know, but but this is too real. And you saw him go back in through an opening, and you watched the opening close. Well, I was so shocked. You know, it happened so quickly. Right. Okay. <laughs> How could I say that? I mean, in all honesty, yes, you could say, well, you came in and out. Then. Right. Okay. Thank you again, sir.
I went up partway to it. Now, I ain't saying this to nobody because they won't believe me. They'll think I'm crazy or something. But this really happened. I really saw it. Anyway, the, the, it was weird. I wasn't scared or nothing. And there's a, a slotting door like it opened. And it was weird. I saw inside was like control lights is what I saw. And these two, well, like human beings, went up to the door and just looked out. I guess they looked at me, I don't know, but they went up to the door and looked. After that, a few seconds, they closed it. And you know how a falling star falls from the earth? Right. Well, that's the way it, it took off. But, you know, up way up in the air, it just took off. Straight up. Straight up fast, how it's out of sight. And I, I didn't tell no one about this, but I reported it to the police, you know. It's been bothering me ever since. I, I really did saw this, and it still bothers me. I really can't get over it, but what, what they look like, you, you know when you see somebody in the car at night driving? Right. That's how dark it was. I didn't see what they really looked like, but it was dark. But that's what they kind of looked like, kind of dark, you know? Uh -huh. But I couldn't see them. You know, it's like you see somebody in the dark, you know, walking. That's the way it looked like from the, the saucer that I saw. It wasn't lit up inside? It wasn't really lit up. It was just uh, like controls that I saw. Little light of controls, what it kind of looked like. Little round lights like inside. What time did that occur? It was around 1.30. That was this morning? Yeah. But I don't understand why I didn't hear it and my dog did. The dog was acting up pretty bad to yeah, start with? Yeah, he was. He was growling, really growling. But it was weird that he heard it because I didn't even hear it. I did see this. You figure it was about eight feet from the ground? Eight feet from the ground. It just stood there. It didn't even land or nothing. It was just sitting there like. And you still didn't hear any sound? Well, I, I didn't really hear nothing. It was strange, you know. How big do you think it was? Oh, man. It was, it was kind of big. It really was kind of big. Do you have any estimate of the diameter in feet? Well, I couldn't really notice because when I saw it, I couldn't believe it. And I, I didn't really notice, you know, but it, it was, uh, it wasn't really completely round, you know. It was a little bit, but not quite, you know, in the perfect shape now, but it was really strange. You mean round like a ball? No. Kind of circular? Yeah. I wish she was here, and I, and I could explain it, how yeah. it was. You know, I could show you on a paper. It's kind of hard to explain. You didn't see any other openings other than the one that opened up? No. Just that one door. Okay, what color was the outside of it? All there was that, that I saw was a blue and a red and white light. That's all I seen from the the side of it, kind of up above. Like I couldn't really tell because 
you know, I, when I went out there, I couldn't believe it. This really did happen. I really saw it. How close do you feel you got to that? I think uh, 20 yards or a little closer. I can't. Well, where I live, I could tell, but, you know, I can't, you know, really tell how close, but I was close enough to it. You think that thing was as big as your house? Uh, yeah, my house ain't really that big, but it, it looked really, I don't know, can't believe it. How tall were those occupants, do you think? Just, just like regular man-like to me, what way they looked like. But it was weird, they didn't do nothing. Was, the door just slide open, and they just walked towards it, and that's it. They walked up to the door? Yeah, I seen both of them walked up to the door, and that was it. And it, for a second, or a little longer than that, they just stood there. And I guess they saw me, but then they, they both walked, and then the door closed, and then it just... Shoot up fast. Was there any sound as it took off? Kind of wind-like, but it really wasn't loud. It just, I don't know how to explain it. Did anything strange occur while you were watching that? This is believable. When, when it took off, well, the way it went, like a, a falling star, you know how fast that is? Right. The way it went up? Well... I seen it go so far, and then zap, it was gone, just completely gone. But I really did, actually did see this, and I'm not going to tell nobody about it because I'll just be laughed at. They just won't believe me. Did your dog calm down after that thing left? He was still kind of nervous-like, but he, you know, for a while, but he's all right. But what I can't understand, he heard the noise, and I didn't. Well, this happens quite often. But usually, uh, in many cases, a dog or an animal will detect these things first before the individual sees them. Yeah. How long do you feel you watched it before it took off? Maybe about a minute. But it was kind of quick-like. Can you compare it with something for size? Um, it was, I, I, I don't really, don't know, but it, it was big. It was, it was kind of big. Did it look like it was made of metal? The light wasn't really that bright. It really wasn't hurting my eyes or nothing. It really wasn't too bright. I did not see if it was metal or what, because okay. I, I, I couldn't see it. This, this really did happen. And, and ever since, you know, I've been out, got back. Now, Mike, can you hear my dog? No, I can't. Well, I don't know if he's barking at something else. I don't know. But this, this really happened. It really did. I, I wish I could, you know, talk to one of you guys, and I, I could explain it better. Okay, would you talk to somebody if they could get there? Yes, I could. I, I could just draw it the way it looked like on the paper, you know. Okay. It's you... kind of hard for me to talk how big and stuff, but I, I could show them what it, what it looked like. Are you off on the weekend? Yeah. But I, I could really explain it better because 
what I saw, you know. We'll try to get somebody down there to see you. Okay. Thank you. All right. I work with Oklahoma County React Unit 100 as a mobile unit for him when I'm out on the street. The other night, I was out. This was the first sighting that we made of this craft. The craft was approximately 100 to 150 feet across and approximately 10 to 15 feet high. And this was viewing it from approximately a half to three quarter miles away from the point where it landed. It landed uh, August 1st. 1978 at approximately 10.37 p.m., about two miles south and a quarter of a mile west of Yukon, Oklahoma, in a vacant field approximately 300 feet from two houses. I made my first contact with Oklahoma County REAC Unit 323 at first sighting when I first sighted it, which was at 10.20 p.m. My second contact was at 1026, just before the craft touched down. My final contact with Oklahoma County React 323 was at 1120 p.m. I called Tinker Air Force Base, and they kept switching me around different numbers. I finally talked to a John Tucker at Base Radar. I finally got a hold of him at 1250 p.m. I talked to him from 1250 to 1:20 a.m., at which point he finally said that there had been some, there was a blip on radar that went from ground zero clean off the radar in snap of a finger. And they had thought it was just a, you know, false echo. Okay, um, the craft was like if it was your, ba I would say, a basic saucer shape. Part of it, you know, kind of rounded off on the top and rounded off on the bottom. Like a disc? Yeah, more like a disc with a bulge on the top and a bulge on the bottom. We did see a figure leave the craft. Approximately four and a half to five feet tall. Approximately 75 to 80 pounds. Very skinny with long arms and three times... What, well, what I would call a normal head, it was about three times. I don't know whether it was a helmet or what. But we did see a figure leave the craft, and we never saw the figure return. That was August the 1st. Now, uh, did you see that object take off and leave? Yes, sir. Okay, did... Uh, it went straight up. Did this kind of correspond with radar time? Yes, sir. Okay. Almost identical. Okay. I mean, I wasn't sitting there watching my watch, but, yeah... I had a very interesting ride home at well over the normal speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever check out the area where that came down? Uh, I have not went out and searched it myself, no. Is that on private property? It is on private property, yes, sir. I see, okay. Were you alone at observing the landing? No, sir. She was with me. Okay. Along with four other Oklahoma County React people. There was uh, a county sheriff who showed up later after the craft had taken off. I think he was too scared to come over there while it was on the ground. But all six of the people, well, except for me, she, she's not a trained observer. But the four Oklahoma County React units that was there, besides myself, are trained observers for storms. Using high-powered binoculars, and all five of us 
saw the figure leave the cramp and never return. And we were all, oh, we were within a mile of each other, stretched along a section of highway, watching the cramp in the field. Did everyone uh, see it take off? Yes, sir. Everybody saw it take off. Did anyone report any sound? No, sir. There was no whooshing. There was no sound like, you know, an explosion. There wasn't even the sound of a sonic boom. And I had expected that. Did that go straight up vertically? Yes, sir. It did not go over the horizon. It went straight up. Did it go straight up on the horizontal? What I mean is, was it still flat when it went straight up? Yes, sir. Okay. It was there, and it it raised itself approximately treetop level. It was look. It took off like real slow, you know. And then all of a sudden, it was gone. Yeah, that's typical. <laughs> yeah, that fits the pattern. I mean, it went straight up. <laughs> Do you have any estimate of how big that was? Yeah, I would say it was approximately 100 to 150 feet across, and about 10 to 15 feet high. Did you see any openings in that? Yes, sir. I saw one when that figure came out. Was that sitting flat on the ground, or was it on any yes, kind of it tripod? Was on the ground. Well, one, you know, uh, as it, it tapered down to this rounded-off section on the bottom, and that was what was sitting on the ground. The area that was sitting on the ground, I would say, was probably 25 to 30 feet across, and the top was emitting a a light blue haze to it. While the rest of the craft, the entire body pulsed of light. It was not like, you know, it had a bunch of lights going around and around and around. Uh Uh-uh. One point, when it was up in the air, it turned somehow sideways, and I could see a V-shaped light on the top that was blue. That was solid light? That was solid light, yes. Okay. Now, when it was on the ground, it looked like it had, like, uh, okay, the whole ship, you know, glowed of light. Except there was, you know, one thing that really kind of struck me kind of weird. It had, it looked like it had a set of headlights on it, like a car. Except we went up, you know, we went close to the area. We didn't go out to the field because after seeing that figure get out, ain't no way a bunch of city slickers are going to get out in the field searching for some thing without some sawed-off shotguns or something. Or something. I mean, I ain't going to walk out in the field and see something get out. Are you going to go back there and check that out? Uh, well, with all the sightings that's been going on, uh, I'm sure I'm not, we're not the only ones that sighted them. I'm not too sure I want to go back to that particular field, no. Because, uh, like I say, that figure took off. We never saw it got back, get back in. To me, he could either be in that field or someplace in the area. He, it, whatever. Somehow I got the, you know how you kind of get the feeling? that it's a he or a she or something, got the impression that it was a he. If we send you a questionnaire, would you consider filling it out on that landing? Yes, sir. I sure would. So we'd appreciate that very much. Okay. Do you know uh, Hayden Hughes here in Oklahoma City? Yes. Do you have his home phone number? It's unlisted now, and I can't get it from the phone company. No, I don't. I thought he was out of the UFO business. Oh, is he? That was my understanding. Oh, okay. Well, I thought maybe he was still in it. I thought he was the Oklahoma connection with you guys. No. No, it was our understanding that he is no longer in it. Okay. 
All right, sir, we appreciate it very much you're reporting this. Okay. And if we get any more on what you've seen, we'll let you know. I'd sure appreciate it. Thanks again. Well, thank you, sir. Bye.